another boys. All right. And we're back with another boys podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Ben. And uh, it's February already. It's been a good start to the year, I think. Well, I can't complain. It's, it's been pretty cruisy. It's better than last. Better than last? Yeah, a lot of change. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? But that comes with a lot, you know? A lot of change comes with a lot of anxiety. What kind of change? Let's just ad-lib for a bit. What kind of change are you talking about? Oh, like as in going into my last bit of uni. Right, right, right. Got a got a new job. Yeah. Transitioning out of a job. So new new experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's new year, new me. Nice. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's all you want. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so I think the theme of today, well, at least what we're going to start with talking about is uh, an issue that had, and probably still is, has had plagued my life, let's say had, and still is something that I'm dealing with from time to time, as I'm sure most men are, um, and that's performance anxiety in terms of sex. Yeah, sexual performance anxiety. Sexual it's, performance anxiety. I think a lot of us guys are terrified to discuss it, even though it affects so many of us. Um, so for those who don't know, performance sexual anxiety, as defined by some random website I found on the internet, mm. is... <laughs> A feeling of nervousness and sexual anxiety before and during sex. Yeah. Um, for anyone who doesn't, or if someone needs a bit more of an explanation, that can mean you either can't get it up, um, you finish too quickly, or that, you know, sometimes it can just bring up emotions and mm-hmm. guys can cry. And mm. there's, there's all sorts of forms that this can take. Um, but it's very real. Very real. Very real. Um, in terms of not generalizing, we'll just talk about our own experiences and how we've kind of experienced it. Um, I think I'm very happy to open up and yeah, talk about. I think it was it, it was really prevalent to me because like I I came out of this long term relationship and then I was like oh my god I have to sleep with another person yeah and that was terrifying and I started off okay and then I went through this period where I was just having trouble getting it up uh-huh. to start off with and I was it, it, it pissed me off and yeah. like whenever it would happen I'd be like oh this is happening again. Mm-hmm. But then I realized, one, it was happening because I was preemptively saying it was going to happen. Mm. And then another issue was once it happened, you'd go into this like loop. Yes. Um, and that's what you get stuck into, like a bit of a cycle. Well, that's what my experience was. Yeah, it's like the trademark of anxiety. Yeah, like mm. the cycle. Um, I also had an experience where like I couldn't get it up. Well, it was up and then I lost it and I thought that was anxiety. But then I realized I sort of just need to be touched a bit more. Okay. Um. But yeah, it's a very real thing for me and it's also taken the form of like me finishing too early. Like yep. that's, I, I think that's a common one for most guys, especially around like the, any any age between like 15 to probably 25 mm-hmm. is pretty common. Probably even older. Probably even older. We just don't know. Um, but the statistic is that one in five guys uh, prematurely ejaculate. That's a lot of guys. That's a lot of guys. Yeah. Like there's two guys in this room. Uh-huh. So if there were three more guys, one of us would come too quickly. And I reckon if they were our mates, there'd be a few more than just one. <laughs> nice. How did that make you? How does it make you feel in those in those moments when it ha- when it's happening? Little. Little. You feel really little. In terms of like as a man. Yeah, it makes me feel emasculated because right. I feel like I can't do the one thing men are supposed to do, and that's bang. Well, that's an interesting idea that, that that's like, why do we why do we think that that is what we have to do? That, that why is that the one thing that men are meant to do? It's the, the society has put the pressure on us that you know guys are supposed to you know fuck girls. Yeah. Which personally I think is very wrong mm-hmm. in the essence. Like one, I'm not there to fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm there to make love. You know, I'm a very sometimes. Sen- sometimes you want to. You sometimes know, you fuck. 
yeah, look, you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. There's just something about describing it that way. It's just like, you're so disrespectful to the woman. Like, and yeah. also if you just have sex with a girl, if it's just on the guy, then like, I feel like that's not going to be enjoyable. No. Can't confirm. It's not enjoyable when it's yeah. you doing all the work. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, back to me feeling really small. Yeah. Um, Cause I think the, the 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 elements that come into me feeling small is I feel like I'm failing as a man. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing yep. that like ah oh, m- my penis doesn't work, and I'm worried that the girl might think it's her fault mm-hmm. because like I don't find them attractive or anything, which it's never the case. Let's be real. I'm attracted to I'd say seventy percent plus of women. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. So that's how I feel. When it happens. So what do you do then when it happens? Well, so what thing are we talking about? Which which thing is happening? That can't get it up or... So you can't get it up. You have feelings of being emasculated, of being little. So what do you do in that situation with the person that you're sleeping with, that you're having well, sex with? Before we talk about what I do, why don't we talk about why... What Where, where does this stem from? So where does sexual anxiety and performance anxiety stem from. Okay. So, I know you have a strong belief about where it comes from, so why don't we start with mm-hmm. that? Okay. For, in my own experience, well, I'll t- talk about my own sexual yeah. performance issues. So, my sexual performance issues are kind of like the polar opposite side of yours, where I struggle to come. I struggle to finish when I'm having sex. Um, and that's because, again, I kind of perceive that coming is the goal of sex once once i come it is over so it's a task almost it's like a it's like a test and through my own history like of wanting to achieve and do things that like it gives me anxiety um with performing and testing and like being like succeeding in a task right and so if i'm thinking about like when am i going to come when am i going to come why can't i come blah 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 if i've been going for like what i think the longest i've ever gone for is like an hour like poor me and poor girl as well oh my god like it's and like it's That's exhausting. 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 Did but you have a bad time? Towards the end, like, yeah. It's not enjoyable. You're like, fuck, when's this going to end? Like, she's like, are you going to finish up soon? Like, what are we doing here? Like, I've got shit to do. And I'm like, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> i got shit to do today. Do you know? <laughs> Why is it the daytime? <laughs> it either ends with, like, my dick just hurting and then just going down because it's like I, I give up. Um, or it's the girl just stopping it or me knowing that I'm not going to come and then stopping it. And how do you feel when you haven't been able to... Like I failed. Tick your task. Yeah. And I failed. And I failed to make a connection. I failed to do sex. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. I failed to do the sex. I failed to do the sex. And it's... It is... Yeah, it is emasculating for sure. It's as a heterosexual man having sex with a woman, like you think... It's confusing as well. Like there were thoughts that went through my head like am I gay now because I can't have sex with a woman? I can't come with a woman. And that that's a whole different kettle of fish, which is not on this episode. But there's lots of there's lots of things that come up through this performance anxiety. Did you so, just say a kettle of fish? I did. Is that the right saying? Is that what I, I, I've never heard of that. But anyway, back, back got, to... Yeah, you got it. It made sense. Um, and so I think that the reason why I think like this was in like why it's goal-orientated is because since I can remember, I've watched porn like... The first time I watched porn was when I was 11 years old, before I had pubes, like, which is ridiculous. Like, me, me and this guy, we, we've watched a lot of porn in our day. A lot of porn. Sometimes together. 
sometimes together. Yeah, you know, that's how bros hang out. We watch porn together. Um, Girls have pillow fights. Guys watch porn. Yeah, actually, the first time I ever watched porn was with two guys who watched, watched lesbian porn together. I think every single guy watches porn for the first time with their mates. Yeah. Um, and through watching porn so often, um, the video normally ends when the man comes. Sex is over when the man is finished. It's on the man to finish the task of sex. Um, and there are so many things wrong with what I just said, right? Yeah. Like, first of all, that sex is a task, that it's on the man, that, it's, that, the, like, that it ends. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. And throughout watching porn, this is what I've learned, right? And in all... In, 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 in my sexual experiences, when those thoughts would come in, it would give me anxiety, which means that I would be taken out of the present and into my head, and then I couldn't be present and I couldn't have sex properly. I think that's also a big part of what happens with sexual anxiety. Once you're in your head, it's so hard to get out of it. Oh, yeah. I have gotten out of it once. 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 I got out of my head completely, and I thank that woman so much Mm. um, because... It was, okay, so this is the first girl that it happened with where it was just like, I was, I finished too early the first time and then I, I felt bad. So I was like, I gotta go again. You yeah. know, I gotta go again. Yeah. Anyway, start going again and then I lost it. And I was just like in my head and so like she could see I was frustrated and she just spoke to me mm-hmm. and we talked it out yeah. and we were just talking about, there's no pressure. Like you make sure that they're having a good time and... That's all that matters. And, and I said to her, like, I'm so embarrassed. She's like, you shouldn't be embarrassed. I'm having a great time with you. Like, mm. we've been hanging out. You've been touching me and we've been, like, all over each other. This is just such a tiny part of it. Like, stop putting so much emphasis on the actual penetrative penetrative yeah. part of yeah. sex. Yeah. And after that happened, I fully just, like, let go and yeah. got out of my head. Amazing. So, there are ways to get around it. Yeah. And I think that's what we want to discuss. Yeah. So, we've got... Getting in your head is where it stems from and porn making it a task and mm-hmm. making it about the man. I also think porn desensitizes us oh, a yeah. lot. Like, Oh my God. The, the, the fucked up shit that you see when you first click on that, like... Ridiculous. The, uh, if girls haven't been that exposed to porn and you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but there are some times where they're just like chained up and like you scroll past, but like you hover your mouse over and you, you see like yeah. the snippets and like obviously I'm just intrigued. So I look through it and I'm just like... I'm seeing all these fucked up things. And it's like, maybe that's what I want. Maybe I'm going to, I'm going to get a bit scientific as well with this. So when, when we come, the sexual part of our brain, like is in power, right? It's ruling everything. And we kind of filter out things that we normally wouldn't be almost disgusted by. Like it doesn't really matter anymore. So if we're watching porn, which has literally a library of every single kind of sexual fantasy in the entire world, if you're watching something and you kind of see something and you're like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Let's, let's check that out. But you wouldn't normally find that interesting. You wouldn't interesting. normally, but it's available to you. And because you're really horny, you just like want to kind of look at more disgusting shit and kind of get, just get off, right? Because we're all animals and we're all disgusting. When you watch that video, when you, when you come, when you're getting closer to coming, nothing matters. Nothing. You don't think anything. You're like, I just want to come. And you're watching it and you're taking the information in. And when you come, your brain remembers that this is something that you came to. This is something you're interested in. So you can be watching some really fuck shit and you come to it and then your brain 
connotates that with like, this is what I'm into. So if you can't see that in the real life, which is for most situations, like how often are you going to be in a fucking 12 person orgy exactly. with these <laughs> ridiculous people on a boat? Like, yeah. no, so yeah. I'm, but I need to be in that situation yeah. every time. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, go on. And when you, when you watch something hard, then you watch, then you start watching that constantly. That is your new normal. And then you need harder stuff to get you off because we keep desensitizing ourselves to information, right? And so we end up watching really fucked up porn because we just have to get higher and higher and higher to feed this little thing. And then in the real life, it is not the case at all. Like I have watched porn where girls have been like saying like, fuck me daddy and shit like that. And it was hot in the porn video, but then in real life, like I've had a couple of girls call me daddy. And then I'm thinking, do not ever fucking call me that. I'm, I'm literally genuinely terrified of a girl calling me daddy. In bed. I oh reckon I would get up and leave. I'd leave my pants. I wouldn't even put pants on. Yeah. Get it's, out. It's not a good time. Girls. Um, <laughs> please be aware. It's, it's a bit confronting. It's a bit confronting. It's a bit confronting. Especially for young, young boys like ourselves. Young boys, we're not dads. We are um, not daddies. Um, yeah. So we are desensitizing ourselves. And then I guess there's, I think there's another element that comes into sexual anxiety and performance anxiety. And that is the pressures that we get from society. Mm-hmm. Um, and a big one is cock shame. Oh yeah. So is my cock big enough? Yeah. Does my cock look good enough? And like, they come in all sorts of shapes, sizes. Oh yeah. Same as vaginas. Same as, this is something right? I also learned. Yeah. Yeah, I I had only experienced one for a very long time, and mm-hmm. then I was like, "Whoa!" Not so even the not even the external part, like not even like the lady, the, the lips, the, the inside, the angle, the depth, the, depth. the width. It's crazy. Yeah, this guy asked a random girl that he'd just met <laughs> the other day at a bar, "How deep is your vagina?" And she gave me an honest answer. It was I have never been more rattled in my life. Yeah. But I was sincere, actually. She was like fully sincere, and she gave a sincere answer. Yeah, I, mean, I was shocked. I remember reading this book about yoga and sex, and it was talking about how there are three different levels of like compatibility with a penis and a vagina. Um, I can't remember the names, but it's like it's like elephant, horse, and something else smaller. Um, but pretty much, so a woman has maybe a short, like a shallow vagina, which will fit a either below average or around average penis. And then there'll be a bit of an, there'll be a higher one. The next level would be a more deep vagina, more wide set vagina, which would accommodate a larger cock. And then there'd be a huge, a huge, like very deep vagina, which would accommodate like a really giant cock. Um, and that's kind of goes to show that like, just because you have a giant cock doesn't mean that the girl will enjoy it because it might not fit. It will be unpleasant for her because her vagina cannot accommodate that penis, mm. you know? Yeah, and I think that's a good reason as to why, one, we shouldn't really be shaming anyone's cock because mm. there is someone who is going to enjoy that way more yeah. than they will a larger cock. Yeah. And I also think that why are we shaming people for something they have no control of? Mm-hmm. I hate this. And we're going to talk about this on another podcast, but height is a big one. Mm. I'm a short guy. I'm five 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 six, But your heart is a six foot six. I'm telling you. <laughs> I had a girl come up to me the other day. She walks in to this party that I'm at. She's like, wow, you're short. And I'm like, wow, that's rude. You can't hurt me because I am I love myself oh, and I'm man. proud of who I am. I think it says more about who you are. And she's like, whoa, that's some king you're shit. right. That's some king shit. I was just like rattled. And I think 
the same thing goes for a penis. Like if a girl is like, wow, you've got a small dick. One, I'd be oh like, what the fuck? Like, get this hasn't happened, away. but I would be like, what the fuck? But I'd yeah. say the same thing. Like I love myself yeah. and I know how to use what I've got. So I'm not ashamed. And if a girl is only looking for the biggest dick, mm. I think they're doing it wrong mm. and they don't know what they want. So I think this whole thing about cock shame and having to have the biggest dick is bullshit. I think it also comes from porn because... Definitely does. <laughs> in porn, all we see is just these fucking alpha men, these huge ripped dudes with fucking eight inch cocks, like making girls come. We think, oh my God, that's the only way to make a girl come if we've got an eight inch cock. The only way to have good sex is with an eight inch cock. Apparently, the only people who are obsessed with giant dicks or thinking about giant dicks are straight and gay men. Girls do not care about the size of a cock. <laughs> <laughs> only only men care about the size of cocks, which is interesting. Mm. So this conversation of us saying, let's stop cock shaming yeah. is also going out to you boys. Like I I personally am very comfortable whipping my dick out in mm. front of the guys. Mm-hmm. I went to Japan and we were in onsens, which is like a Japanese bathhouse and you have to be butt naked. The first time we got naked in front of each other was very confronting. Mm. But then after that, I was just like happy to let it hang because yeah. I was like, He's got a bigger dick than me, but like, yeah. I don't really care. What does it yeah. matter? Yep. And like, I think I also have stage fright at the urinals because my penis is small when it is soft, flaccid. when it's flaccid. When it's erect, it's a nice size, but it's a nice size. Yeah, the saying is, it's, hey, it's, it's a grower, not nice car. <laughs> it's, it's a grower, not a shower. Um, and that's given me anxiety as well. Just like the thought of just me having like it looks like a small penis, but I know it's not. Mm. When it needs to do what it needs to do. Yeah. I think we're all growers. Most, some people... Mm, I'd say most, most people are. Be. Most people are. Um, I don't know the stats. Apparently your dick grows one and a half times its normal size when it gets erect. I'd have to say it But mine gets more. more. Yeah, gets yeah. More. Anyway, it's not Not that I have a big dick. Not it's not. I don't have a big dick. I have a very average... <laughs> <laughs> I think we should get rid of that. No, we, can, that's, we should leave that in for sure. Um, Alrighty, cool. So we've talked about where this sexual anxiety stems from. We've got porn, we've got societal pressures, we've got cock shame, we've mm. got um, like, what else did we say? There was a few things. I don't know. Something I want to add as well. I think we should be more comfortable seeing each other's cocks. 100%. I was speaking to this girl I've been seeing and she was saying that like her and her mate like have taken the time to sit together naked and like look at each other's vaginas. I don't know if that's a common thing, but I feel like girls are way more comfortable being naked with each other than men are. hundred percent. And that's probably due to like no homo things. And like, I think it's just fear of like gayness and like also shame probably about your cocks as well. About our cocks. There's definitely shame, but I think there's also the fear. Every guy is always scared. I think every straight guy is scared that they might be gay. Right. But that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother can of worms. Yeah, yeah, kettle of fish. Kettle of fish. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so now we, we know what it sort of stems from and why it happens. Um, so what can we do? What can we do? So I already spoke about talking about it. With guys, we've got to remember, girls are emotional. Guys, we need to be just as emotional as they are because they're doing it right. Of course. You talk about it, ease that stress. When you feel pressure, when you feel like you're being overloaded with something, like if you are feeling the pump at work and you tell someone you're feeling the pump at work, you feel better after letting that out. Same thing happens with this. Just talk about it, chill. Another thing that I realized is figure out what you like. Mm. So I found that there was someone I was with and I just wasn't really getting it up. And... I was getting frustrated at myself, obviously getting in that loop of my head. And then I was like getting sick of it. And I was just like, 
I like to be touched wherever it is, inside of the legs. Mm. I have very sensitive nipples. I know this. I know this. He does know this. <laughs> um, it's like those things, like learn your body, understand yourself and ask them to... That's, that's, that's something we're going to cover in a second, like exploring your own body. But before we get there, um, communicating your anxieties. This is like the, the, the cure for it, really. And you want, to, you want to make sure that you have this conversation before you're actually having sex. You don't want to have, have sex. You, have you had that conversation with a girl? Oh, always. Literally always. Especially, I remember when I was seeing, when I first saw my, my ex, one of the first times we ever had sex, I said to her like, oh, I haven't had sex in a while. I might finish really quickly. I might not finish at all. And even just saying that took off the expectation that there was going to, that I was going to come at all or anything was going to happen or it was going to be normal sex, quotation marks. Um, and it just takes a load off. You're just like, oh, thank God. Like I can be myself. I can just be chill and enjoy myself and not get in my head and worry about what the other person is thinking, right? Just having these irrational thoughts. So making sure that you do that before you're actually fucking is what I found to be really good because you can kind of be almost like diplomatic about it and just say, and, and factual. Yeah. I also find that, so I spoke about it with, well, I guess now I bring it up most, most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's invited a, a question to while we're having sex and that's, are you doing okay? Oh. And as strange as that may sound, it's like, it's not saying, are you okay? Like, yeah. do you need some help or whatever? Yeah. It's more like, do we need to slow down? Yeah. Do you need to breathe? Yeah. Is this okay? Yeah. It's almost like a consent thing. Yeah. But it just relaxes your mind to feel more invited to say, Hey, it's getting a bit heated here. Let's take a break. Yeah, yeah. And focus on her. Yeah. And I think that's the whole point of communication mm. and getting your anxiety levels down. Mm-hmm. It gets you out of your head. I feel like as men, we're taught that like it's really the woman gets in her head, the girl gets in her head. You have to make sure that she's having a good time. Everything's okay, which of course you should be doing. But we forget about ourselves. You know, we forget that we're also human and that we have issues too and that we need to kind of take a breather sometimes. And that it's also about us, you know, sex has to be selfish at some point, you know, mm. Everybody- like you can, you can be treating that girl like a, treating that temple, pr- treating her like a goddess. Uh-huh. And then you've spent so much time that you're like, oh my God, where's my erection gone? Mm-hmm. Fellas, you ever, you ever gone down on a girl for, for a set amount of time and notice your dick is not getting hard anymore? It happens. It happens. You know what you do? Jerk yourself off. Jerk yourself you off. 69. Do what you gotta do. Ask, ask her, be like, can you, can you go down on me for a bit before we have sex? Like... I know that I need sufficient amount of foreplay before we have sex. Please. Like I Where's my entree? Where's the entree? You know Juliet Allen, what a queen. She talks about in her podcast about how there's the the entree, the dinner and the main. That's what Yeah, I told you. And the, the, yeah. And the dessert. Incredible. The dessert is the sex. The foreplay is everything leading the up. The foreplay is like you don't want to tell. Okay, so let's start with the the entree. Mm-hmm. Entree can be let's say you're going on a date. Entree is you get in the shower and you start getting dressed. Mm. You you make yourself look good. You make yourself feel good. It's such a good time. You know, it's when like you... you're feeling yourself. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you you are putting in everything you can to make sure this other person desires. Put your nice underwear on. You put your Calvin's on. You, you know? trim a little bit. Of course. You put aftershave in your balls. Not aftershave, but like some cream. No, I do. Maybe I'll give. That I don't a know go. if it does anything, but it makes me feel nice. Anyway, look, whatever you know, whatever I'm gonna have to give that a go now. Yeah. Then main main course mm-hmm. is. 
you have that you go out for dinner you have a conversation mm-hmm. you eat good you feel good again you're intellectually stimulated mm-hmm. one of the biggest sexual organs of the body mm-hmm. is the brain tell him turn me on tell give him. me that tea give me that intellectual stimulation mm-hmm. then you get to dessert you get to the sweet part mm-hmm. and that is moving to the bedroom mm-hmm. Now, let's break down the bedroom. Okay. You've right. still got like three more courses because <laughs> yeah. you start again. You've got foreplay. Yeah. You've got... Okay, it's probably more two courses. <laughs> but you've got foreplay and then you move into the penetrative sex. Talking as well as... The talking. like, But that's... Stimulation of the of the brain. I can't stress it enough. Like, yeah. oh, I had an experience the other night. I was out. I was mm-hmm. talking to a girl. And I was like, hey, you're really cute. Can I kiss you? I'm really into consent, guys. Oh, yeah. I'm really into consent. And she's like, no, nah. I was like, all right, fair enough. Chills. We kept talking and then we're having a boogie and she starts grinding up on me. And mm. I was like, ooh, ooh, yuck. I walked away. I was like, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. Stimulate the mind, focus on this whole three course meal. And then it takes so much pressure off that tiny little bit at the end, which is the sex. Oh yeah. It comes naturally at the end. If you've done all the, if you tick the other boxes, you know, like you're going to feel comfortable. You're going to feel comfortable. And it's going to be like, I could leave right now. We don't even have to have sex. I've like, I've had enough. I've had my sex. Yeah. Um, cool. So we've broken that down. We know what to do when it happens. Um, now we're going to do a little extra thing. And it's going to be Adam's tea time. Nice, 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 nice. Okay. So, um, recently I've started seeing a new, a new girl, a new woman, should I say. Met her on Hinge. Um, we went on a date last week and we're having a drink, having a nice time. Conversation like flew way too easily, like, um, like way too just like connected. It was so easy. Communication was transparent. It was weird. It was like amazing. Right. Um, and the sexual energy there. And the place was loud and I was like, oh, it's pretty loud. Like, should we go back to your apartment and like hang out? And she was like, yep, absolutely. And we go back and we're just like hanging out, doing stuff. Um, and we end up just in her bed, um, making out, doing some things, getting getting pretty pretty hot and bothered, you know. Um, and well, we're just on top of each other doing things and she spits on me she spits on me i was like where, where did she spit on you okay first she spat on herself and i was like okay that's kind of hot i can get into that like, here, like, like on, on 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 her chest and i like kind of like rubbed it around and i was like whatever but then okay. she spat in my mouth in your mouth in my mouth like what's the are we talking she's on top and just like a, a slow one not a slow one like a tool <laughs> <laughs> That's good aim, first of all. Great aim. But also, <clears throat> what the fuck? Yeah, I was kind of shook. I was like, okay, because I'm a very accommodating person. I don't like to create conflict either. So I kind of like copped it. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I like that, but I'm not going to... That was in my head. I said, I'm, I don't know if I like that. I'm going to keep going though. This is fine, whatever. Um, and then she does something which I am a big fan of. It's never really happened. But she kind of was like, all right, right, let's. we're going to stop for a bit and just chat. And she can't, we, we'd been having sex for maybe like three minutes and then... She just stops and we're just like chilling there, having a chat. And then she recognized that she didn't ask for consent when she, when she spat and she was like, was that okay? Like, I didn't ask, like, was that fine? And I was like, oh, like that's never happened to me before. Like no one's ever done that. Um, don't really know <laughs> if I like it in the mouth, like, but we'll, we'll build up to it. Like I haven't had much sexual exploration. This was like 
in the interim of sex, right? And interim of sex. Yeah, it was like a little pause. You know, when you take a pause to when you're playing a video game, it's like go pee. Like it's kind of like that. Um, Never during a dungeon. Never during a dungeon. No, that's a World of Warcraft reference. Um, And so we keep going, and it's all good. Everyone's having a really good time. Um, I didn't end up. I didn't end up coming, and it was like fine, like totally fine. Like she, she was under the impression that like sex should just be like we we keep going we break keep going as long as you can last pretty much and like i just didn't get to finish she did which is great um but i didn't i was kind of like that's fine whatever um and just just on that see guys it's also not that embarrassing to just not finish like oh yeah sometimes you're just not vibing it and that's okay yeah so just embrace I feel like an orgasm is just a bonus like it is sex is just when there is penetration of either sexual organs, hands, mouth, all kinds of sex, right? Um, But the orgasm is just a bonus. Mm. And so I I left. I don't think I stayed the night. I left and it was nice. Um, We were texting and then she wanted to hang out again. And I did too. And we saw each other again. And when I was over... Just trying to recall it. We had a nice time. I forgot what we did. I think we just had dinner and like watched something, watched some comedy and stuff. Um, and we had sex a few times and it was nice. Um, and she used to be in the sex industry and she's very experienced, very experienced and has pretty much said to me like, we can do whatever. And this is scary for me because I haven't done much sexual exploration in myself. I don't know a lot about my sexuality Butt stuff. Butt stuff, you know? Oh yeah, we have to whisper it. Like, it's like Voldemort. You can't say it. Like, <laughs> you can't say it out loud, right? <laughs> so, this is something that I'm scared of to do, but I know that it's necessary that it has to happen. Um, and so, I think at the moment, we're taking a little bit of a break, but yeah, what are your thoughts on, on butt stuff? <sighs> Look. I'd be lying if I said I hadn't tried it. Yeah. Um, I'm, to be honest, like, you don't, and I'm talking both ways. Yep. I've tried it both ways. Okay. Not like a penis in my butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because a finger I didn't enjoy. Yeah. I tried it a couple of times, a few times even. Yeah. And I was just Your like, finger or the other person? Both. Okay. Uh, not at the same time. Because yeah. <laughs> um, I had a mate tell me like, oh, my girlfriend stuck her finger out my ass. Yeah. And it was awesome. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, surely I give it a go. Yeah. Like if one of the boys has had a good time, like why not give it a go? Mm-hmm. And I gave it a go. Obviously, it was with someone I really trusted and everything. Um, and she was right on board with it. She's like, fuck yeah, this is going to be so much fun. Uh, that put me off a little bit. I was like, oh, please <laughs> take it easy. Um, but yeah, so I personally didn't enjoy it going in. Yeah. Um, but giving it like, it felt different. And yeah, I think- it's different. It's not like, oh, I need to do it again. Yeah. Um, but it was a nice experience. Like, yeah. was it life-changing? No. Did I learn anything? No. Mm-hmm. It was just a bit of fun. Mm-hmm. So, I don't have too much to say on that. Yeah. But this whole experience that you're about to go through, like, it's a good opportunity. It's a great and opportunity. Some, and, uh, and something not many people get. That's what I'm, I don't pass up opportunities. Yeah. I don't do that. Like, I think it'd be silly for you to not take advantage of this. I know, but it's, it's, I need to let go of a lot of, a lot of things. 
you know i think it's gonna help you let go of a lot of things. oh i agree i completely agree like i've i've received a rim job before um because the girl <laughs> had professed that she loves giving them and like i felt and like when she was doing it i felt bad because like I am gross. Like I'm like a hairy guy. Like I didn't, I hadn't had time to like, we were dancing. Like I didn't have a shower before. I was like, surely you are not enjoying this. And I was kind of like holding onto the pillow. like the whole time. Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting carried away. Um, so yeah, my experience with butt stuff hasn't like been so phenomenal. Um, but I think that's because I wasn't ready. I wasn't kind of like being receptive and open to the experience. Um, not, know, not wanting I, don't, I think there's certain people who do want a rim job yeah. a rim job itself it's like it's a for a guy we have hairy buttholes yeah. like I don't I don't want to put that on someone else I, I feel you there like maybe you will be ready one day but Personally, it's not, I never want someone to but it's not even up to it's not up to me to decide like the person she was saying that like she is so attracted to men that she doesn't give a fuck she actually but doesn't it care it is up to you if you don't want someone licking your butthole, they don't no, lick your butthole. No, it's not Adam. up to me to decide if it's gross to do it. You know, that's her. She wants oh, to do it. You're allowed to have an opinion that it's gross. Well, that's how I I, I wouldn't how, do that, it. If, is the thing okay, to my to myself. Okay, or, or to another man. So if someone wants to do it, but you don't want them to do it, yeah, then you can say no. No, I don't want them to do it because I'd feel bad about it. It's a, it's like a guilt thing. Okay, what if you're fresh <laughs> out of the shower? Well, that's a different story. You know, like would you feel guilty? I'd get over it. Because if they want to do it and if I'm clean, I'd be like, all right, let's get over that, whatever I'm thinking, whatever the guilt is. And okay. like, let's. Doesn't matter how clean I am, I do not want no one near my butthole. Well, the, the thing is. With their tongue. It's weird because, like, we. Our, our orgasm is in our ass. Like, we have a well, prostate. I tried it and it didn't work for me. So. Yeah, well, maybe you didn't know what you were doing. Like, maybe we well, don't know they what we're didn't doing. Know what There's doing. a reason why there is a prostate in our ass for some reason. Gay men know why. And even, like, in ancient Greece, like they used to fuck each other, like there was no tomorrow. And a lot of the, the mythological times stories were great. A lot of the mythological stories are about like men fucking other men and doing all this stuff um, before like the cultural side of right, things. Get on my bed. Came let's on. do this. Let's yeah. do this, baby. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do it. Um, yeah, we need to be more okay with butt stuff. I don't know why I'm so terrified of butt stuff. It's the association with the homosexuality, I think, yeah. and men again. Straight men being scared that they're gay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I feel like your journey through this is going to be very interesting and I can't wait for everyone to be <laughs> updated throughout. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, Anytime. It's, it's very... This is sensitive topics, you know. This it is. stuff I'm doing therapy in, like, you know, so it's But that's it's why confusing. we're here, man. That's yeah. why we're here. We're here to talk about our feelings, talk about our emotions yeah. and show guys that it's it's okay to feel things it's okay and to be a fucking weirdo like it's not even being it's not being a weirdo it's yeah. like i you're right man you're fucking have, right i have fucking i don't know either way we all have these thoughts we all have these insecurities and and let's just let's just fucking chill out and talk about it mm-hmm. so thanks guys really enjoyed this one yeah it was a good one this was a good one this was a good one um look forward to talking to you guys again love you all now the boys now the boys, tune in next time. Now the boys.